and welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. I get a lot of questions about dual enrollment, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today, and I think it's a great option. But let's just talk about, from the beginning, what dual enrollment actually is. It is precisely what it sounds like. You are dually enrolled in high school and in a college class. And this can happen typically two ways. One, you attend a high school or are part of a high school curriculum program that has dual enrollment classes associated with your high school curriculum. And so that's easy. It's built in. Another option is you take a college class um, like Liberty Online or Columbia International University or Level College and you get a great rate on those classes and it's just an add-on that you take for college credit. I think dual enrollment is fantastic for several reasons. It's really affordable. It gives you college credit at a reasonable rate. It allows you to sort of test out different college classes and what those are like. And then it also um, gives you, you know, extra weight on your um, transcript if that's something that's of interest to you and you feel like it's built into your curriculum and would be a positive experience. I do have students ask me when they should consider dual enrollment. And I think part of that really is making sure that you understand your own limitations. If you have a really heavy schedule or you have a lot of heavy advanced classes, then perhaps it might be wise to wait or or consider something different um, for your dual enrollment class. If you have a dual enrollment class that the only option is that works for your schedule in a subject that you really don't like, then I wouldn't recommend that because it is a challenge. It's a college class. And so choose classes if you're able to that, you know, really interest you and that you would succeed well in. You know, if you like biology then by all means you know look at a biology dual enrollment class if biology is not your favorite thing and you really don't like science then choose something that's more in your wheelhouse that you would be interested in if you like what you've heard today but have more questions sign up for a consultation we can talk about high school course plans college essays applications financial aid scholarships majors anything that you have questions about book below at the link given in the show notes, and I look forward to hearing from you. I would tell students the same thing for dual enrollment classes that I would for any advanced level class, that it's always better to take a lower level class, like a traditional class, that you would do better in and have a really high grade than it is to take a higher advanced class and get a not-so-great grade. <laughs> so, um, you know, just consider that when you're looking into what this means and, and kind of what kind of classes you would take and the subjects that you would take them in. Dual enrollment classes do count for college credit, and so you'll need to request that transcript from the institution. You'll list it, you know, as part of your transcript um, when you apply for college, and so you'll need to request the transcript and have it sent to the university. Typically, the registrar doesn't attribute credit for these types of classes until a student is admitted and has submitted their deposit, and that just means they've committed to the university. So you can imagine a lot of students do dual enrollment classes, and a registrar that is doing classes for thousands of students that perhaps may or may not end up there probably isn't a great use of their time. And so 
you know, just consider that when you're submitting your information, but know that you will need to send the transcript, not just for the credit, but also because you want to transparently show that you've taken the class and you have the data from the institution to show that you've taken it. There are other ways of having college credit when you're looking at classes. Dual enrollment is one of them, and that's a class from an actual higher ed college institution. Another few ways that you could consider if you're interested are AP classes. You can take an AP test and typically a four or five will glean you some college credit. CLEP is another one. I clepped out of all of my language with Spanish and it saved me, you know, a good amount of money there. IB, you typically can get some credit for. And then A-levels. A lot of universities take A-level credit. So if those are something that you're interested in and maybe dual enrollment doesn't align with your priorities in your schedule this year, consider that there are other ways to do college credit. I think for me, you know, college credit is a great option for students and I highly recommend it. But in terms of parental and student expectation regarding credit and also finances, just always, always research the universities that you're interested in attending and look and see what their max amount of dual enrollment or college credit to transfer in as a freshman is. For example, if say their max is 21 credits and you for you to maintain your freshman status, then you need to be aware of that because if you took say 30 hours of dual enrollment credit and transferred that in, then you'd be considered a transfer student and would not likely be eligible for freshman scholarships, four-year scholarships. A lot of institutions have transfer scholarships, and so it doesn't mean that you won't get aid, but just from an expectation perspective, just ask that question of what the max is, because what you don't want is to take all of these credits and have put money in and time and then either have to make the choice to not use some of them to maintain freshman status or to lose, you know, some of them um, and lose some financial aid potentially because you will be considered a transfer student. And so just be mindful of that and make sure you understand what their policies are. And this includes gap year students. If you have a gap year program that has college credit with it, a lot of those programs will stay underneath those average minimum so that you will be able to come in as a freshman but I have known students that have come in with you know 30 hours of dual enrollment credit and could not participate in freshman orientation and live in the freshman dorm and obviously weren't eligible for freshman scholarships four-year scholarships so just keep in mind that kind of thing and it doesn't mean you shouldn't take dual enrollment classes because I do think that you get the class at a better rate than you would when you are actually there. And it does mean that you could probably knock off a semester and graduate early or add a minor or add a double major and be able to accomplish those things in the time that you want. And so those are all fabulous considerations, but it is something to really think about because it does impact potentially your financial aid and the type of student that you come in classified as, you know, freshman or upperclassman. I think they're fabulous. We'll have some different um, ideas of dual enrollment areas that have great rates for families listed in, in the show notes. And always take advantage of those resources because it is a great way to try out college and also, you know, get credit for it at a great rate. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and in the reviews and look forward to seeing you next time.